What's up, Dream Warriors? Welcome back to another episode of a podcast on Elm Street. I'm Mark. And I'm Brooke. And this week we're coming at you guys with a little foreign movie called Dumplings from 2004. Yes, we are. Or Gouji. Yep. Uh, this movie was made in Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. And just another one of those movies that proves that uh, the foreign film culture does not give a fuck. Not at all. Nope. But we'll dive a little deeper into that later on. Yes. <laughs> ah, fuck. Um, I'm I'm getting close to not letting you pick movies anymore. <laughs> oh, yeah. Did you have a tough time with this one? Yeah. Uh, I've seen worse, but it's just like, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Before we talk about this movie, what other movies have you been watching since we last spoke? Um, only a few movies since we only just recor- recorded. Um, for the non-horror, I watched the new Netflix Western, The Harder They Fall. Okay. Um, it has pretty well-known cast um idris elba regina regina kane i think um and some other like characters you would like recognize their face Mm -hmm. um it was good i really enjoyed it uh so yeah check it out it's on netflix um i watched the craft from 94 um Mm -hmm. classic i watched to say about that uh watched a movie called black as night on Netflix, it's part of the Welcome to Blumhouse movies, um, and I enjoyed it quite a bit. I thought it was pretty good, although like the last thirty minutes, I had no idea what the hell was happening because it was so goddamn dark. Yeah, I watched it like during the daytime, like the last half of it. So, mm-hmm. but I enjoyed it. Um, and then finally, I watched Sinister today. It's been a while since I watched that, and that movie is okay, fucking great. <laughs> When you said finally I watched Sinister, I was like, what? Like this is no, the first time know. viewing? <laughs> okay. No, I've seen it before. It's just been a really long time. All right. Yeah. That's a good one though. Yeah. And uh, that's it. Cool, cool. All right. Um I needed a palate cleanser last night, so I watched Bad Teacher. Nice. Which is a fucking hilarious movie. Yeah. Um, I finally watched The Conjuring 3. Oh, nice. So my uh, rankings of The Conjuring universe are finally complete on Letterboxd, if our listeners want to go check that out. Nice. And where did you rank Conjuring 3? Uh, I put it fourth. Okay. Okay. So I have The Conjuring, The Conjuring 2, Annabelle Creation, The Conjuring 3, Annabelle, Annabelle Comes Home, The Nun, and The Curse of La Llorona. Nice. Yeah. And now I need to go back to my list here. One second. Uh, I watched Videodrome, oh, which yeah. is the other movie that was put up against The Fly. Yeah. Um, I like The Fly significantly more. Okay. Video drum, I don't know, like it was fucking weird, man. Well, obviously it's weird, it's a Cronenberg movie, but like it was hard to follow. I didn't really know what the fuck was going on. Mm. There was it seemed like a lot of metaphors throughout it, and I just wasn't grasping it. Uh, okay, okay. But I mean it was alright. Uh, I watched 
Paper Tiger, which is Bill Burr's stand-up show on mm. Netflix. It came yeah. out in 2019. And I finally watched Apostle, which is on Netflix as well. Oh, yes. What did you think of that? It was all right. It was definitely a slow burn. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I don't think I would have a need to watch it again. But No, I feel the same way. Like I watched it when it first came out like a few years mm-hmm. ago, and yeah. Yeah, it was it was okay. We'll leave it at that. Other than that, I mean, we only talked like four or five days ago, so. Yeah. Not too much else. Very nice. But it's Sunday, and that means Yellowstone Season 4 comes out today. Oh, shit, yeah. Tonight, I guess, the first episode drops. Yep, yep. So I don't know if we're going to like wait a couple weeks and watch like be able to binge a couple episodes or if we're just gonna start watching it right away i just uh, hate waiting. Okay. yeah i, don't, I like we've, it sometimes we've been spoiled with the the idea of being able to binge tv shows that's true yeah <laughs> but we'll see how it goes all right well this is a much shorter intro than last week's <laughs> <It was. laughs> okay let's cue the theme music All right, like we said in the intro this week, we we're talking about dumplings from 2004. The Hong Kong, I don't know, if, would you consider it body horror? I think so. <laughs> in a sense, I, I guess. Know, kind of. Like, yeah. I, don't know, I don't know what you would consider it fucked up fucked up yeah that is for sure um all right starting off with the synopsis aunt may's famous homemade dumplings provide amazing age-defying qualities popular with middle-aged women but her latest customer a fading actress is determined to find out what the secret ingredient is and she and does. I, I was gonna say it doesn't really take her that long to figure it out either, because because uh, no. May is just kind of like, yeah, this is what I do. Yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, we'll talk about the secret ingredient in a few minutes. <laughs> uh, this movie was directed by Fruit Chan. Quite the name. Uh, yeah, he has directed movies such as The Abortionist which also stars one of the actresses in this movie. Which also uh, sounds like a really fucked up movie that he, I probably don't want to watch. Yeah, I read the synopsis and I was like, oh my God, this guy's got problems, man. Uh, he also did The Invincible Dragon, Three Husbands, The Midnight After, and Durian Durian. These are all uh, Asian cinema, though. 
is a yeah. ton. There's a I lot of see. movies that, yeah, I have no idea what they are. Yeah, I didn't see any uh, any Western movies on his list. Mm-hmm. Uh, the cast, we have um, Bai Ling, who played Aunt May. Uh, you would see her in Crank High Voltage, Red Corner, The Crow, Southland Tales, and Wild Wild West. Mm-hmm. Uh, next, we have Miriam Chin Wa Young. She played Mrs. Lee. Uh, she's known for Love and a Puff, <laughs> Hooked on You, Perfect Wedding, and Love in the Buff. Nice. Some great um, movie titles. I also wrote down the movie uh, Three Extremes. Yes. Which this movie is from that. Yeah, it was a 41-minute short film part of that like anthology movie. Yeah, and I think it's on Amazon Prime, like Three Extremes. Oh, really? I don't know if it's Canada or I think I switched to another VPN, but uh, okay. yeah, I think it's like two hours and something, two and a half hours or something like that. And it has mm-hmm. three different kind of short stories. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I bring that up. I'll bring that up later on too, at like during our movie discussion. Okay. I'm going to save it till the end of that part though. Uh, next we have Tony Ka Fei Leung who played Mr. Lee. Uh, he's an election, the lover, Han Zin, and men suddenly in black. These translations to the English movie titles kill me. <laughs> men suddenly in black. Uh, and then we have Mimi Tian, who plays Connie, Lethal Angels, Fear of Intimacy, and Soul Raiders. So Bai Ling is really the only one that has any sort of english acting credits out of this list yeah yeah i also have a crazy fact okay let's hear it uh bai ling is seven years older than miriam chin wa young who played the mrs lee yeah oh mrs lee okay yeah yeah so bai ling yeah okay yeah yeah so aunt may is actually seven years older than mrs lee damn in real life that's crazy. Yeah. Maybe she's like, taken, uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she's eating her own dumplings. Yeah, exactly. I can't remember what her actual age is now, but it, it was something crazy. Um, yeah, she was born in 66. So she's 55? 55? Yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah. Like, isn't that nuts? That's crazy, yeah. I, like, this movie came out in 2004, so, I mean, she was significantly younger. But, I mean, even now, you look at pictures of her, and it's just like, how? Yeah. Like, this woman's drinking from the fountain of youth, man, I swear. Yeah, definitely. That's <laughs> wild. But, yeah, very attractive woman. The whole cast was <laughs> actually... <laughs> Like they they casted some really good looking people in this movie. They did. I mean, you kind of have to with the kind of the plot this movie has. Like everyone yeah. know, wanting to feel young again. Mm-hmm. That's very true. All right, that's all I have for a cast. I'm assuming you don't have any honorable mentions. No, I didn't. No. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's hop into this movie then. All right. Um, I feel like we should maybe give some like heads up 
for this discussion. Yeah. Um, I mean, I assume that everyone listening to this is a horror fan, or I know we have some friends who listen that aren't. Mm-hmm. But this movie and discussion will have some very disturbing topics and might set off some women who have maybe went through mm. things in this movie. So yeah. just, uh, yeah, just forewarning. Um, there's going to be some deep discussions in this one. Mm-hmm. So um, we also forgot to open our drinks. Oh shit. Well, That's my fault. <laughs> Um, so I am drinking a Nickelbrook Brewing Company Naughty Neighbor American Style Pale Ale. Mm. So you're giving the Nickelbrook another chance, eh? No, this is sort of the same case, so. Uh, yeah. How's that one? Let me try it. Oh. <laughs> it actually tastes really hoppy for a uh, pale ale. Oh yeah. It kind of tastes like an IPA to be honest. Hmm. I like it though. Hmm. What are you drinking? So Nickelbrook doesn't know how to make their own fucking. Beer. <laughs> um, I'm drinking a flying monkeys worlds away. Nice. Mm. That's fucking good. Mm, yummy just a modern lager so it's like just tastes like a beer <laughs> which is nice yeah <laughs> <laughs> not overly hoppy 4.7 percent alcohol it's just good all right well let's get uh into this movie mm, can't so, wait oh it's gonna be a fun one man <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so the movie pretty much opens up. Um, we see Aunt May. I don't know. Is she going through an airport or like some sort of checkpoint? Do you think? Yeah, it looks like that. Like they're making her open up her shit and whatnot. She has kind of like that, like old school Chinese, like stacked like containers. She puts yeah, it it's through... like a, a steamer pot kind of thing almost. Yeah, and she puts it through like the uh, the X ray. Um, conveyor belt thing mm-hmm. and uh goes through and pretty much starts off right at the bat she is <laughs> so hard to talk about but <laughs> so she has baby embryos slash fetuses mm-hmm. that she gets from a gynecologist's office um she pretty much pays a nurse kind of under the table to get these from her or for her. Yeah. And, because, yeah. Go ahead. I was going to say, this is like in the midst of the whole, um, like child ban, I guess you could say in China, like families are only allowed to have one child. Yeah. So I have a lot of that later, but I guess we can talk mm-hmm. about it now since we're kind of talking about it. Um, so yeah, in China and in Hong, Hong Kong, they implemented the one child policy which was a program in China that limited most Chinese families to one child each. Uh, it was implemented in 1980 and it ended in 2016. It was enforced by a variety of methods, including financial incentives for families in compliance, contraceptives, 
forced sterilizations and forced abortions. Uh, Long-term consequences of the policy included a substantially greater number of males and females in China and a, shr- and a shrinking workforce. Um, and then after this, they implemented the two-child policy from 2016 to 2021. And now they're currently just announced the three-child policy, which was effective May 31st of this year. That's so fucking crazy, man. Like you, you can almost understand it because of how overpopulated China is. Yep. Yep. But at the same time, it's, it's so fucked up. I totally agree. So the number of births in mainland China last year in 2020 was now this site said only 12 million, which I guess for China is not a lot compared to other years. Okay. Um, Canada had 358,000 births. The U.S. had 3.7 million births last year. And China had 12 million? Yep. Holy shit. Um, But like, you look at other countries like India, they had 24 million. Wow. So I don't think India has those policies in place. I know there is some other like Asian company or uh, countries like Indonesia, Iran, and Turkey. I think I saw that mm-hmm. have the same policies. Really, mm-hmm. but uh, I remember back, probably when I was a teenager, and my mom was telling me about these policies in China, and. I would always see pictures and like hear news stories of people literally dumping girl babies like on the side of the road because that's just like how things were back then and they still were happening, you know, Mm -hmm. this year or or, uh, 2016. Mm -hmm. Just kind of mind blowing. It is like I get that they're trying to control the population because it is way out of control, mm-hmm. but the forced uh, sterilizations and forced abortions, like people, so people are complaining, you know, there are COVID era, you know, people are complaining about the vaccinations like that. That's nothing compared to what, mm-hmm. you know, those countries go through. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, don't know. <laughs> I just, yeah. And so Aunt May was a former surgeon. So back in this, in her days, she was doing 10 abortions a day. Yeah. Which it's, I mean, that's, that's so fucked up. Could you imagine like the toll that would have on the person having to do that shit too? Yeah. Like, like 10, 10 abortions a day. Like, Wow. And that's just, that's not even like black market abortions. No. That's just fucking. That she's doing now. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. I don't know. It's fucked up. Mm -hmm. And um, another thing that's been kind of controversial or was controversial, controversial was uh, stem cell research. Mm Mm-hmm. Which Christopher Reeve, who played Superman, he got paralyzed. I don't know if it was from the waist down or his whole body, but 
he used stem cell research to basically heal himself. Like, mm-hmm. I think he's he's not fully recovered, I don't think, but that's he's a huge controversy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, that's a huge controversy because they're pretty much using human embryos, like cells. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I don't know. Without diving too deep into the topic, I'm somewhat in support of stem cell research. Yeah. yeah. I would rather see the fetuses get used for something. Yeah. Rather than just what they do in China. Yeah, exactly. Or what Aunt May does. Because I think with stem cell research, like they're way different than this movie or like abortions because i think they're very early on like mm-hmm. you know they're barely developed i think mm-hmm. yeah anyways let's talk about this movie <laughs> all right <laughs> so it starts off right off the bat uh aunt may is chopping up those embryos and it's fucking nasty mm-hmm. and i was watching this movie with my headphones on and it made it so much worse there, there's a lot of squelching sounds in this movie. <laughs> yeah, especially whenever Mrs. Lee is like eating them. It's yeah, oh, oh, it's so gross. The, um, the close-ups of her eating these dumplings, like even if they're just regular ass dumplings, yeah, it was just disgusting watching her eat them. I know, and it's like ASMR, like it's super zoomed up, like on uh, her throat, and you just hear every sound it's making and you know what's in it so you're like oh my god yeah um so yeah miss mrs lee is a former actress so she goes to Aunt May because she hears that she has the best dumplings in the country mm-hmm. and they make people look and feel young mrs lee guesses what her age is she thinks that she's mid-30s but later reveals that she's actually 64 years old. Yeah. Which is nuts. Did you notice too, like at the start, and this just goes to show like how superficial Mrs. Lee can be. She doesn't say, I heard you have the best dumplings. She says, I heard you have the most expensive dumplings. Mm, I didn't notice that. Which I found kind of interesting. Cause I was like, well, most expensive doesn't mean that they're the best. That's true. That's but true. she's she's so worried about like materialistic things, and I talk about this later on in my reviews. But yeah. uh, I don't know. I just found that kind of interesting. Like she's not looking for the best ones; she's looking for the most expensive ones. Exactly, and even the first time she eats it, she she puts the first one in her mouth and almost mm-hmm. throws up, and yeah. drops it on the floor. And Mrs. or Aunt May picks it up and says, basically, you can't waste these. She puts it in a plant and says like the plant will get its nutrition now or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, her like chopping up the embryos, like maybe feel so uneasy. Yeah. Like throughout this whole movie, I just had this sickening feeling the whole time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's no like on-screen violence or anything like that in this movie. It's just, you know what she's doing mm-hmm. and like, Yeah. It's a very gross thought. But another thing I love about what this movie does is during these scenes when she's like chopping them up or uh, Mrs. Lee's eating them, it has that awesome like score that's playing at the same time. Yeah. 
And I thought it just went toe and toe so well together. Mm-hmm. And it kind of felt like, you know, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, right? Like that kind of vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I love the line that uh, Mrs. or Aunt May says. She said, I'm paraphrasing, but she says, good feeling comes from nap. Great feeling comes from dumplings. <laughs> I thought it was funny. Yeah. But she's like, cause she's so the whole time she's trying to sell her dumplings. Right. Mm-hmm. Like she's just saying, these are the best, you know, they work, blah, blah, blah. When did you think that Mrs. Lee realized what's in them? Well, doesn't Aunt may like make reference to it fairly early on. I don't. Cause she's, she's talking about like, the feet and the bones and stuff like that. Yeah, that's later on, though. Was that later on? That's like the third or fourth time that Lee goes back, I think. Mm. So do you think it wasn't until then that she realized it? I think she didn't really fully realize what the hell she was getting into until the five-month-old. Maybe. Because she never sees her cooking them until she goes into the kitchen during that and she, time. Yeah, and she has like a freak out at that point too. Yeah, I mean, I would like, too. Holy fuck. Well, well, yeah. But I mean, like if she if she knew already what she was eating, then she probably wouldn't have freaked out. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, I guess she Aunt May does keep it fairly vague for the first little while. Mm-hmm. Like it could be fucking chicken dumplings who knows like she's chopping up the feet and shit and putting it in there yeah exactly and the one scene was so gross too whenever after she's telling her about like how she was aborting 10 people a day um she's like watching a tape of mrs lee acting Mm -hmm. and she's like describing the different kind of fetuses and like which ones are good and which ones aren't like she says five to six month ones are the best. Mm -hmm. And I think at this point, does Mrs. Lee say that she has a kid? Mm. Cause I thought I, I saw her say that she has a 13 year old. No, they don't have kids. Oh, Oh, no, I think it was like an adopted kid. Oh, she gets, she gets a phone call from a kid. Okay. And this is an adopted kid. I think so. Cause she, I don't think that they can have kids. Cause I know that that's part of the main story in the shorts, the short film. Okay. That's what I kind of had a feeling it was. Mm-hmm. Um, another, another scene of Aunt May cooking up the dumplings and she's like chopping the embryos like so slowly and it's like mm. oh my god it's so gross <laughs> <laughs> and at one point it seems like mrs lee starts to like them yeah like i don't know if she likes the taste but it seems that she's enjoying them more than she did at the start i feel like because she's starting to see the changes in herself like they're actually working so she's more willing to just like kind of scarf them down Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh so we find out that mr lee is cheating on um his wife yeah mrs lee they're oh yeah this is where she mentions that they have 
the embryos have like hands, feet, and bones. Mm-hmm. And then she like pulls out a fucking like piece of bone or something. Mm-hmm. And Aunt May says, like, oh, I'll chop them harder next time. Yeah. And yeah. She's, like, she says, flossing her teeth. And uh, what was she eating, Aunt May? Like, through the entire fucking movie, she's e- always eating something. It looks it like looks sunflower like, seeds. Yeah. I was going to say, like, sunflower seeds or something like that. I just don't understand, like, why they had that in the movie. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. And she just eats at the beginning of the movie. She just fucking downs an embryo, right? You know, nothing with it. Just mm-hmm. eats it plain. <laughs> yeah, fucking yeah. nasty, man. Um, and uh, Mrs. Lee says, like her skin is still flabby. She needs Aunt May's most potent stuff. Yeah, chasing that dragon. Yeah, <laughs> Mister Lee, though he's a fucking piece of shit. Oh, he is. Yeah. His Uh, wife calls him. It's their 15th anniversary and he's boning his masseuse. Yeah. yeah. In a hotel room. Yeah. And he's eating that fucking chicken egg. Oh, balut. Is that what it was? Yeah. They're, they're an Asian delicacy. Is it like fermented duck egg or something? It's a partially, um, What's the word that I'm looking for? Developed, like a partially developed duck embryo. Oh, when he opens it up and he tries to like, he gets his masseuse <laughs> to try and eat it. And yeah. it still has like its fucking eyes and beak. And, like, oh, yeah. Oh, so gross. There's a guy that I follow on TikTok and he like kind of lives out in the bush, but he's Asian and he's always, he always has them and like he loves them. He says they're amazing. But I don't know. I don't know if I could fucking do it. <laughs> so I wonder if they have kind of the same, excuse me, effects that the ones that Mrs. Aunt May has. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Something or if they that. think that they do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so now Aunt May meets with a mother and a young girl. Um, they're basically pleading to Aunt May to perform an abortion they can't afford the fees of like the real doctors to do it she's five months alone and aunt may won't do it and then they say it was actually her father that did this to her and they don't want the baby that she doesn't know she should call it her grandchild or her stepchild mm-hmm. um it's actually really sad and fucked up yeah the daughter's like 15 yeah she's really fucking young and uh, you learn that she's five months along and Aunt May explains that she can't do it because it's very dangerous because the bones from the the baby will pierce the uterus and it's mm-hmm. very dangerous. Mm-hmm. And then there's like a little scene. I don't know if this is the scene whenever Mrs. Lee goes to like the hotel or her house, I think that's being built. Mm-hmm. And then she like steps on the eggs and there's that little like baby chick. I don't know if it was like oh, just yeah. a vision or if it was actually like happened, mm-hmm. but like a baby chick like pops out and then she just fucking steps on it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause she found out that Mr. Lee was cheating on her at that point. Yeah. Cause she, uh, what happened? Oh, she knew what room he was in, in the hotel. And then she yeah. saw, 
she saw the masseuse come out of the the hotel room. Yeah, with the uh, the room service. Mm-hmm. And I think the husband is like going away on a trip, and he just like writes her a check, basically, yeah. and says like, "Oh, go on a trip or whatever." Go shopping. Yeah. She goes, "Oh, so many zeros." He's like, "You used to laugh a lot. Now, now a check won't even make you happy or something like that." Yeah. Well, fucking yeah. shit, asshole. <laughs> She's already yeah. got your money. She doesn't want that anymore yeah exactly exactly and right after this scene it just fucking cuts right to a goddamn abortion yep no like it just cuts right to it i was not ready for it i did not prep for this (laughs) i i guess i signed up for it because i picked this fucking movie (laughs) oh my god this scene made me cringe and mm-hmm. verbally like disgust. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I'm guessing Bettina didn't watch this movie with you. No, I whenever I picked it, I told her like the synopsis and she's like, I'm not watching that. <laughs> yeah. I don't blame her. Yeah. Um yeah, this this scene is was hard to watch. It was fucking gross. So basically uh, what's her name? Um, Kate. Yeah, Kate. Yeah. She's the young girl who came to visit them before. I guess Aunt May decided to do the abortion because probably Mrs. Lee is paying her a shit ton of money to get this um, baby. Well, I don't think Mrs. Lee knows about it, but I think because of all the circumstances around this baby, mm-hmm. she's saying that like it's going to be like the best one that she's ever had kind of thing. Yeah. Like it's the perfect age. It's, I can't remember if it was a male or a female, a male. Mm. Um, and it, I can't remember the word that she used, but basically like, because like it's a incestual baby or something like that, it's going to be even better for whatever fucking reason. Yeah. Because I don't understand why, she even kept it for like one of her dumplings because later on during a later scene near the end, she tells Mrs. Lee that it was a child of incest and that's a cursed child. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's better for Mrs. Lee, but I don't think she ever mentioned like the side effects it could have. Yeah. Or if she even knew that there would be side effects, like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that whole scene later on is funny. Oh, it is, yeah. We'll get to it, though. Uh, so this scene, I got to say, this scene is very well shot and acted mm-hmm. for how fucking gross it is because it felt so real. Yeah. Uh, and looked real. It did. Like, she's putting in all of the necessary equipment mm-hmm. to do it. She's sticking a tube up there. Uh, she says it's going to take 18 hours, and I was like, holy shit yeah it's a long ass time um it's like a full labor pretty much yeah yeah labor can go longer than that but i mean like she has to go into full labor to yeah to have this baby i think even the most disturbing thing about this scene is aunt may says like she's looking at the girl obviously and she says wow like you're not even fully developed like you're so young and like you're not fully dilated. It's just mm-hmm. just little things they added into the scene made it so much more worse mm-hmm. to watch. 
Um, and just the sounds of the baby coming out. It's like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> it's nasty. It's not fun. Did you tell Sarah about this movie? No. Okay, good. Yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tell her to skip this episode. Yeah, I likely will. <laughs> like, I thought Inside was bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is definitely up there. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, the abortion happens, and... They're at Aunt May's apartment. Mrs. Lee is there, and she tells her that she's going to do steam dumplings this time. Mm -hmm. So she's doing her thing in the kitchen, and for some reason, I think does Mrs. Lee know it's the the five month old? I'm not sure. I don't know. So anyway, she decides to peek in the kitchen, and Aunt May goes to grab this big ass bowl. And she brings it over, and then you see it's uh, it's it's fucking disgusting, man. It's, it's mm -hmm. so hard to look at and mm -hmm. just like think about, you know? Yeah. Um, it's like almost a fully developed baby, and like I'm sure you had a hard time with this movie, <laughs> like I can tell by your voice. <laughs> uh, this scene and the end scene are what like kind of got me. Yeah, because yeah, like you said, they're fucking fully developed babies. Yeah, and it's like even more fucked up because they're like, at this point, Mrs. Lee like freaks out and leaves. But then she kind of remembers all the things that she told, that Aunt May told her about the effects he would have. So she goes back and they're like looking at the baby. They can tell what fucking gender it is, yeah. which is even more fucked up. Like she says, boys are never aborted. Um, firstborns are more nutritious. It's like, oh, yeah, that was. So... <laughs> she goes down like this whole list of all the reasons why this one's going to be like her best one yet. Ah, uh, it's like wow. And then like she pull puts the knife down and doesn't show it, but you just hear it, and it's mm -hmm. it's disturbing as fuck. The sound design on this movie, like I can't tell if they did it really well or if they just like went above and beyond what they needed to like with like all these cutting scenes, the eating scenes, we already mentioned those. And like, even like there's a couple sex scenes and it's just like, like, do you have a fountain down there? It's like, Holy fuck. I think the sex scenes are, that's like my biggest gripe with this movie, which we'll talk about in a second. Mm -hmm. But I think the sound design helped this movie for all the other scenes. Yeah. Like it made it more disturbing and gross for me. Yeah. Um, so yeah, she eats the dumplings and she gets a call from her husband and Mr. Lee broke his leg. Mm -hmm. So she goes to him and I wasn't sure what would play out in this scene because, excuse me, she knows that he's cheating on her quite a bit. Yeah. So yeah. it was like, she going to do some fucked up thing to him? Like he has his leg broken. It's in like this slain. And this, they just have like a full sex scene, and I, I, I didn't like it at all, man. <laughs> it was fucking weird. <laughs> it was, it was funny as hell because his leg is up in the sling, yeah, like those old school, you know, beds with his leg up and high up in the air, and they're like trying to have sex, and he's trying to like turn over and stuff. It, oh man, yeah. it was funny, but 
<laughs> it definitely went on way too long. Yeah. I yeah. I was laughing at that. I was like, that is so fucking awkward. Yeah, because like she just she just wants the attention that he gives the other young ladies, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. And now like her libido is kind of back up to where she wants to have sex and stuff now. Like she's starting to feel younger and sexier and stuff like that. All right. And then this next scene caught me off guard. I did not expect this cuts to the bus and we have Kate and her mom on the bus and it shows under her seat and there's just fucking blood and gross shit just falling out of her. I didn't realize like I knew it was blood and everything obviously, but I didn't quite grasp what was going on mm-hmm. until the other guy sat down and I was like, Oh shit. She was bleeding on that fucking bus seat. Yeah. Yeah. Could you imagine being one of those guys? Oh fuck. Like you have no idea, you know, it's fucking just sitting on the bus and just fucking blood everywhere. Oh, yeah. so gross. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's very sad ending for them because they get off the bus and Kate obviously dies from mm-hmm. uh, from the abortion. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, I forget which part it is, but later on in the movie, um, it cuts to the apartment where this family lived and the cops are going up and they see there's blood everywhere and the mom ended up stabbing the dad. Mm-hmm. And there's like a little shrine for the... Uh, the daughter and i think the cops say that he's still alive or something like that but yeah that's all that really plays it with them uh pretty sad ending for that kind of little story plot mm-hmm. <laughs> do you want to go into the uh the next scene about her smelling bad oh fuck <laughs> this is the part that i was talking about earlier that i was laughing at because she's having like a dinner party at her house and it's all these like rich women that are all kind of sitting around the table, blah, blah, blah. Uh And they're all talking behind her, behind Mrs. Lee's back, but they're not like chirping or anything like that. They're like, Oh, like she looks so much younger. Like she looks beautiful, blah, blah, blah. And they did like take some jabs like, Oh, she must be, I can't, or it must be a facelift and shit. Yeah. Like Botox, blah, blah. Yeah. And uh, she kind of comes in and she sits down at the table with all of them. And they're all like, Oh, what's that smell? Like something smells fishy. And they're all like every single woman at the table. It's like, what's that smell? What's that smell? And then Mrs. Lee like figures out that it's her. And like, she likes, she's sniffing her hand and like sniffing her armpit. Yeah. And then she gets up and leaves. And then everyone's like, Oh, the smell's gone now. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And she's going to the bathroom. She, starts taking a bath, like dumps all these flowers and all these salts and stuff in the bath. And yeah. she's freaking out, calls Aunt May, is like, what's happening? Like, why do I smell so bad? And basically Aunt May says, oh, like tells her about how it's like a cursed child and she was the child of incest. But don't worry, like you have beauty. It's going to be worth it. Yeah. Blah, blah. <laughs> so funny. Uh, um, and then Mr. Lee goes to Aunt May because he kind of figures it out. Mm-hmm. They don't really say like how he does, but uh, 
Yeah. He ends up going to Mrs. or Aunt May's apartment and she serves him the dumplings, I think. Mm-hmm. And then they start like they have sex, kind of a weird sex scene. And then intense, intense. And then he notices a picture on the wall of her and it says like her age and whatever year it was. And he's like, wait, you were 20 years old in like 1962 or something like that. And he's like shocked. He's like, that would mean that you're 64. Yeah. And then it kind of turns them on even more. And they kind of start this affair together. Yeah, She's like, she's like something about how like, Oh, my age doesn't matter. Like it's my body that matters or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you think like if aunt may just went cold Turkey and stopped eating the fetuses, how do you think she would age? Do you think it would be like right away? It would start happening. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Like, do you think the effects would just be like reversed at like an exponential level or? Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking. Be interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so now uh, Mrs. Lee is trying to call Aunt May to get more. She's kind of um, uh, wants more fetuses. Like she, she just wants to keep looking younger and younger. Yeah. And she finds her at like a hair salon. And I think she gives her the check that Mr. Lee gave her before, I think. Mm-hmm. And she kind of turns it away and then she leaves. And then Aunt May gets a call from Mr. Lee. And they're <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I'll see you in a little bit. So obviously they're like still together. Yeah. Um, and then the last scene in the movie, Mrs. Lee meets up with this young girl and she's kind of talking about how she's pregnant, like five to six months pregnant. Mm-hmm. She has someone who's going to pay her for her baby, I think, or to have the baby. It's the, it's the masseuse. Oh, was it? Yeah. Got her pregnant. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I didn't even notice. Yeah. That's crazy. So he was going to pay her to keep the baby because they couldn't have one for themselves. Right. And then she tells her, like, I'll pay you double whatever he's going to pay you. Wow. I didn't even notice that. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. I just remember, like, the pay pay you double, but I didn't realize it was the fucking husband's. That's crazy. Wow. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so she takes the masseuse to an abortion clinic and like doctors doing his thing, like explaining like, okay, this is very dangerous. She's five months pregnant. And then Mrs. Lee says, Oh, I want to keep the baby. And he's like, what do you mean? You want to keep it? She's like, Oh, for like a trophy. And it's just like, you're just going to let her take this. Like, I don't, (laughs) I don't understand. Like, are you, allowed to do that yeah i don't know (laughs) like if someone did that in like america or canada like i don't know what yeah yeah i don't know i i can't see it being allowed no and then he's over the close the curtain and mrs lee says no i'll keep it open i want to watch 
And I was like, oh, great. I got to watch another one of these fucking things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she, she went like full-blown psycho right at the end. She did, yeah. But uh, luckily, it skips all that. You don't see it. You just see the baby fetus at the end and her making her own dumplings. Yeah. But um, the fetus looks so fucking real, man. Like, she picks it up out of this, like, see-through pan. And I was oh, like, oh, my, my God. God. Like, even right now, my stomach is turning. Yeah. That's that's fucked up. Um, and then, I, I don't know, the last shot of the movie... There's like someone walking with uh, those um, kind of like the stick with the two like water buckets at the end. Do you know yeah. who that was? It was Aunt May. Oh, okay, that's what I that's what I thought, but I couldn't really tell. So I think they found out what she was doing, so she was like kind of on the run, right? Because she looked like an older person. Do we, do you think that she was just aging? Maybe because she, she wasn't, wasn't walking making- that well. It didn't seem. Yeah. Or maybe, I don't know. Uh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Anything else you wanted to uh, talk about? Yeah, I was going to bring up the differences from this version to the short story version. Okay, yeah, sure. So what was on Wikipedia was, um, whereas the extended version retains much of the plot from the short film in three extremes the endings differ the short film focuses solely on mrs lee's quest for rejuvenated youth and does not include the masseuse or the subplot involving mr lee and mai's affair or in may's mm. affair sorry uh consequently in place of the masseuse's pregnancy mrs lee finds that she herself is two months pregnant with a child she was told she would never have no shit after learning she can no longer get dumplings from may she decides to abort her own child and make it into dumplings for her to eat. The final scene is of Mrs. Lee close up to the camera, slowly eating a dumpling, most probably with meat of her own fetus. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So the short film like, yeah, doesn't, doesn't sugarcoat it either. Oh man. Oh. I mean, if you, if you want to rewatch this movie, basically go ahead and, watch three extremes (laughs) yeah i don't know yeah this is a very i think for me like before we get into reviews i think this movie for me is very much like inside Mm -hmm. um i probably won't watch it ever again not because i think it's a bad movie just because of how disturbing it is Mm -hmm. See, I find this more disturbing than Inside because Inside at least had like, spoiler alert for anybody who hasn't seen it, but Inside is a new French exterminates movie where um, a woman is trying to cut a baby out of a woman. And like she has, I don't want to say she has a good reason, but like you can kind of understand where she's coming from with it. Yeah, I mean, that's that's yeah, that's like a slasher pretty much. Yeah, and it's a lot better of a reason than just trying to look younger than you actually are. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she lost her baby in the car accident, right? Right, but in this movie, she's not just trying to look younger just for the sake of it. Like, she was an actress, so I think she's trying to get back to that and also to get her husband to love her, right? 
I guess, but I mean, if he's only loving you for your looks, then fucking kick him to the curb. Yeah, that's true. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It it goes back to our conversation in The Fly, where Mm -hmm. we were like, oh, good on Gina Davis for trying to fucking stick with him and help him out and stuff whenever he looked like that. (laughs) And he looked a hell of a lot worse than Mrs. Lee did. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, people get old, dude. Like, our bodies wither away. That's just the way that it goes. Yeah, but I mean, I talk about this in my review, but that's what people do. Like, look how many products there is out there. Oh, yeah, I know. Like, obviously, this is uh, <laughs> an extreme, but. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But anyway. No, I get it for sure. People go. Well, I talk about it in my review, too. Like, people go to great lengths to achieve beauty as long as they can. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else? Nope. All right. That's the way the placenta splatters. Oh, nice. Disgusting, but nice. (laughs) (laughs) All right, man. What are your reviews? I think I went first last time. Yeah. All right. So for my story, I went a 7 out of 10. Okay. I said a deeply disturbing movie that has a lot of underlying tones in it like the child policies in China and other countries, actresses or women willing to do anything to stay looking young. Mrs. Lee knows that her husband is sleeping with younger women, but all she wants is to look the same as them. So he'll touch her again. Mm -hmm. And by quality, I gave an eight out of 10. Uh, I thought it was a wonderfully acted movie from our two main characters. The score was beautifully matched with the disturbing scenes of Aunt May making the dumplings or Mrs. Lee eating them. I thought the designs of the fetuses were was done very well, making it feel very real. So 7 out of 10 and 8 out of 10. Cool. So you liked it. I did. <clears throat> um, my story, I gave it a 6 out of 10. Okay. I said it's a good representation of the lengths that some people will go to in order to achieve youthful beauty. At the same time, it's an absolutely fucked up idea that had my stomach churning with every close-up slurp of a dumpling. Yeah. Uh, I found the story to be a little slow moving at times and realistically not a whole lot happens in this one to get your excitement up. It's a slow burn from start to finish with the odd thing happening here and there to pique your interest. But with all that being said, the unsettling nature of the movie is enough to keep you guessing what's going to happen next. Yeah. Um, this I never really thought about this being a slow burn movie, but now that you say it, it really is. Mm-hmm. But I think it's just so disturbing. It just keeps you engaged. Like you're yeah. grossed out, but you want to keep watching and see what happens. Well, yeah, exactly. Like, that's what my last line is. Like, you just, you're like, how could this get any more fucked up? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And it does. Uh, My quality, I also gave that a six out of 10. Okay. Uh, I said the acting was really good. The special effects were pretty fucking convincing, especially at the end when Mrs. Lee is making her own dumpling. I seriously questioned whether or not it was a real fetus. Um, I found that a lot of the camera angles were really fucking weird, like close-ups on legs, just randomly um, weird mm-hmm. scenic shots. It didn't really make any sense. Yeah. Uh, the score was pretty well done, but besides like you brought up a good point that like whenever they're eating the dumplings and stuff, like it's really kind of ramped up. Yeah. So 
I mean, it's good there, but like outside of those scenes, it's like a pretty mediocre score. Mm-hmm. But I mean, those yeah, those scenes are good. Uh, the setting was really well done, and the con- contrast between living styles and the two women was done really smart. Uh, one was aging and had had lived a lavish lifestyle, which is shown by her big house, nice clothes, rich circles, etc. Meanwhile, Aunt May was an old woman with youthful beauty and was extremely free-spirited and didn't care about materialistic things. I really like that point. Because I Thanks. think they even mention it whenever they go to her place with Aunt May. Mm-hmm. And Aunt May says like, oh, what a beautiful house. And then I think Mrs. Lee says something about what you just said. Oh, it's just stuff like this is. Yeah. Oh, she says this isn't a home. It's a house. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. She's not happy there. She has all this shit, but yeah. Very nice. Yeah. Six out of 10 for both. Cool. Slightly above average for you. Yeah. I think I gave it a three out of five. Or 3.5 out of 5, maybe? Yeah, I was a 4 out of 5. Yeah. All right. You know our scores. Let's them over to Rotten Tomatoes and see what they've scored it. The critics' consensus is non-existent. Okay. Uh, there's no critic score, but there were three reviews, and they averaged a 3.8 out of 5. Okay. Between those three. Yeah. Was there any like written reviews out of those three? No. Okay. Um, Do you want to take a stab at the audience score? Just Uh, sure. Toss a number out. (laughs) Um, I think it's going to be close to what you rated it. So I'll say like 64%. Oh, you're so close. 69%. Okay. Okay. That was really close for really yeah. close for a shot in the dark. <laughs> uh, and there's five thousand reviews and an average score of three point six out of five. That's so on Letterbox. Nope, that was on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, okay, cool. They do a critic score and an audience score. Oh, I know that, but. I was gonna say we've been doing usually this it's for not a like while. a three point six out of five. So oh yeah, I don't know why it was at a five for the. I don't know why. Yeah. Um, and letterboxed has a three point four. Three point four, and nobody has done it. I'm assuming. No. But I think maybe possibly Felicia and Tawny. I don't know. They seemed interested in it because they like fucked up stuff like us. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I would love to hear their thoughts on it if they do ever watch it. Yeah, me too. All right, man, you ready for the scare rating? Yes, scare sir. section. <laughs> All right, what did you give it for a scare rating? So scare rating. This may be one of my highest yet. Really? I give it a 9 out of 10. Okay. Um, This movie just made me feel so uneasy the entire time. And I've never actually vocally freaked out as much as I did during the abortion scene. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Fair enough. 
Uh, my scariest scene, I said, honestly, I could pick the whole movie, but I will pick the abortion scene. It was filmed so well, and the actors made it feel very real. Mm-hmm. And then, well, I, would I survive? I said yes, because it is mostly males that are born, and the females are aborted, unfortunately. Okay. So, right. yep. How about you? Um... My scare rating, I gave it a three out of ten, but I, I, I understand where you're coming from with yours, so I guess I could probably put it up higher. Uh, I'm, oh yeah, I'll give it a five out of ten. Okay, based okay. based on what you said, with it just being like so uneasy feeling throughout the whole movie. Yeah. Uh, scary scene. I also said either the abortion scene or that last fetus scene just because yeah. of how real everything looked. Yeah. Um, and would I survive? I said, uh, yeah, I'm not an <laughs> aborted fetus or an ancestral father. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it sounds terrible, but those are the only things that die in this movie. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> do you think that Mr. Lee and Mrs. Lee continue? Like, do you think they get divorced? Do you think they continue their relationship? that's a tough call because I mean if she's making her own dumplings now that means she's staying young that's true but like do you think she's over him at this point Mm -hmm. he's clearly not banging Aunt May anymore because she's fucking peddling dumplings out in the street now (laughs) yeah so Um. yeah I don't know I mean, I, I would like uh, to say that she. I'll go ahead. Keep going. I was gonna say I'd like to say that she fucking dumped his ass, but I don't know. Yeah, this movie may have ruined dumplings for me going forward, and I kind of regret it. We were, we were planning <laughs> to go into TNT, which is our local Asian supermarket, and get some frozen dumplings, but uh, now I might not. I don't know. <laughs> Make sure you check the ingredients before you buy them. <laughs> Good point. Good point. <laughs> I don't like traditional dumplings. You don't? As it is. No, so I'm good. I'm no. good. Wow. I'll be all right. Okay. I like pot stickers, if you've ever gotten those from uh, Costco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty similar to... Yeah, but dumplings. like traditional dumplings, like you put them in soup, right? So they're... Right. Know, they yeah, like yeah, a, yeah. Like a slimy texture to them, and I really don't like it. Oh, okay. All right, anything else that you want to talk about or whatnot with this fucking crazy ass movie i don't think so i think we can wrap it up and tell the people what we're watching next all right well next week we are going to be starting our first villain face-off of season three Mm -hmm. and are we saying both movies yeah may as well yeah all right so our first villain face-off of season three is going to be the killer from urban legend and the killer from i know what you did last summer it's been a long ass time since we did a face-off it has Pumpkinhead and rawhead or yeah Pumpkinhead and rawhead rex i think hey that was a long time ago yeah we only did one in season two and it was that one that's sad that's fucking crazy (laughs) i'm pretty sure we only did the one I think so, yeah. I don't know. Oh, no, we did Freddy versus Jason. Oh, yeah. Kind of, yeah. 
Kind of. Yeah. But anyways. Yes. Okay. So yeah, next week's episode will be I Know What You Did Last Summer. And then the last episode of November will be Urban Legend. Mm-hmm. And I think that's it. So uh, if you guys want to catch us on social media, you can find us at a podcast on Elm Street on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, if you click the link in our bio on Instagram, you'll see links to our Public account where we have some of our merch. You'll also find a link to our Patreon account if you wish to support the podcast that way. There's also links to our Discord server, our Twitch account, both of our Letterboxd accounts, and anywhere that you can listen to us. Yes, sir. I believe that's all. That's it. All right, right, we'll talk to you next week, guys. Thanks for picking this fucking movie, and I will talk to you next week. (laughs) (laughs) Hate you, love you, bye. Bye.